Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Eric Lothholm here on Tuesday, June 6th. Thrilled to be with you here this morning. I want to take a moment and acknowledge you for being here this morning. The fact that you're listening to my voice right now, you are setting the intention that you are going to have a great day today. And I'm excited to be with you here this morning. As always, I've got some great ideas to share with you to help motivate and encourage you to have a great day today. We're going to be getting started here in about one minute. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're watching live, type in in the chat, hashtag live. If you're watching the replay, type in the chat, hashtag replay. And if you know anybody else that would enjoy this free 15-minute daily motivational call, tag them in the social media comments. Just make a little note. You can just type their name and tag them, and that way they'll see that you're wanting them to take a look at what we're talking about here, and then they can plug into this great content. I go live every Monday through Friday at 7.45 a.m. Pacific for 15 minutes, and it's wonderful to be with you here this morning, and we're going to get started here in about 11 seconds. So thank you for joining me. And let me get my Zoom set up. Do I need to get it set up? Okay, there we go. And let me start the broadcast here on social media. And there we go. Good morning. This is Eric Lofholm. I want to welcome all of you to the 15-minute daily motivational call. If you're right-handed, take your right hand. If you're left-handed, take your left hand. Pat yourself on the back. Tell yourself, great job for being here this morning. And the reason why I start off almost every 15-minute motivational call by having you take your right hand or your left hand and patting yourself on the back and telling yourself, great job for being here, is when you do that, who you're being when you're patting yourself on the back, you're being your number one cheerleader. And if you think about it, who decides who we're going to be at any given moment? And the answer is I do, you do, we do. We decide how we're going to show up. And so we have a past and what human beings do is they bring the past into the present moment and they operate from that place of the past. And sometimes the past is was success and sometimes it's things that we're, we're upset about. And one of our opportunities as human beings is to let go of the past, let go of those things we've stored in our body, these negative feelings that we stored when, you know, maybe we got unjustly fired you were at this job and they unjustly fired you or somebody betrayed you. And so you're carrying around that betrayal day after day, week after week, year after year, in some cases, decade after decade. And what I want you to know is you, I, we have the ability to let it go. And we generate who we're being in the present moment. We don't generate who we're being from the past. Like right now in this moment, you can decide. You can decide to be positive, regardless of what the circumstances are in your life right now. You can be going through some challenges. And you can decide right now, <clears throat> right now, in this moment, I'm going to be positive today. I'm going to go out and produce today. 
I'm going to be my number one cheerleader. And so we generate that in the present moment. So that's the idea behind why I have you pat yourself on the back is so you can start off your day being your number one cheerleader. Type into the chat, today's a great day. Today is a great day. And it's wonderful to be with all of you. <clears throat> I get to start my day Monday through Friday with all of you guys. And I love it. Now, I had a call earlier today, but you're you're either my first being with you guys, my first call of the day, my second or my third call, maybe every once in a while my fourth call, but one of my first calls of the day, I get to be with all of you and we get to spend a few minutes together <clears throat> talking about positivity, talking about motivation, talking about having a great day. And I want to share some stories with you this morning, stories that I'm inspired by. There, some of these stories are stories about myself, and some of these stories are stories about other people. And I love teaching through stories. It's one of the most popular ways to train is to train through stories. And this first story is a story about a real estate agent. And her name escapes me. This is back in like 2002. And she was the agent that represented the buyer on a condo that my wife and I owned and we sold it to her. <clears throat> and so the story is about sales creativity. I'm planting a seed of greatness in your subconscious mind, Bob, to use sales creativity in some cases as a tool to get a sale to the finish line. Because sometimes we're attempting to make a sale in the way that we know how to make sales and it doesn't work. And so then we can bring sales creativity. So what she did was she sent my wife and I a letter. And the letter said, I have a buyer who's interested in a condo like yours, who's willing to pay top dollar for the condo. If, you're, if you would consider selling, we'd like to make an offer. So I looked at this letter. When I opened it, we had no interest in selling our condo. We weren't talking about selling our condo, but I was curious. Top dollar, huh? Wonder how much they'll pay. So I contacted the real estate agent. I'm like, hey, is this for real? Are you really, do you really have a buyer? Yeah, I really have a buyer. Okay. She goes, I want to come and meet with you and your wife. I want to look at the property. And if it's what I think it is, we want to make an offer. I was like, okay. So the realtor comes over and uh, she looks at the property. And I don't remember if she brought the, the buyer with her or not. I don't remember so long ago, but the bottom line is this. She made an offer. Now she said, look, I'm going to be submitting an offer in the next day. And I told my wife, if the number comes in at this amount, let's sell. And she agreed. And the number came in at that number or over. I don't remember, <clears throat> but we sold her the property. It wasn't, our property wasn't on the MLS. We had no interest in selling, but we ended up selling because this real estate agent did sales creativity. She created a sale that didn't exist. It's brilliant. So that, you know, sending a letter to somebody to buy their condo is probably not what you do. But the idea of sales creativity, in other words, you're trying to make a sale, you can't get the thing to the finish line and you step back and you go, hmm, how could I use creativity here? And then your brain comes up with an idea. And then you take action and then you close the sale and you go, son of a gun. It worked. 
Okay, next idea. This is a story when the campfire happened. This is, I don't know, five years ago, six years ago. And it was when the town of Paradise burned down. And some of you have been with me that long. How many of you have been with me back in the, I think it was uh, 2018, when I was doing all the Paradise Fire uh, relief? If, you, if you've been with me that long, just type the word yes in the chat if you remember that. And so I was really involved with that project. And the local news channels did stories about my wife and I several times. And... You could even, they're still online, those those stories. Anyway, the, the bottom line is this. One of the local channels, let's say it was Fox, in Chico, they contacted me and they'll go, hey, Eric, we want you to come to Chico and we want to put you in a in one of our news stories. And that's kind of a cool thing, right? Like you're being asked by the news to be on their, on their news channel. And so I was excited about that. And I was driving to Chico that day and... <clears throat> My plan was to stop by the newspaper, to stop by this nonprofit, and then to do this TV interview. So I'm halfway to Chico, and they, they call me, the, the news channel. Hello? Uh, yeah, this is uh, Fox News or whatever it was. Um, we uh, There's some other story that's taken precedence over your story, so we don't need you today. <laughs> I'm already halfway to Chico. So I thought, well, I was going to go walk into the newspaper. I didn't have an appointment. I was going to walk in and I was going to walk into this nonprofit and see about getting some money for the things I was working on uh, to help campfire survivors. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to Chico anyway. So I was halfway there. I kept driving and I walked into the newspaper and I ended up talking to one of the columnists and uh, newspaper leaders. And I said, hey, I want to write a weekly article for your newspaper. And they agreed to do that. And for a, a short period of time, I was writing a weekly article. And that happened from that, that meeting. And then I went and walked into this nonprofit that had collected like, they had like $40 million to be distributed to fire survivors. And I was advocating for several fire survivors. And I wanted to get some of that money. So I walked in with no appointment and I asked to speak to somebody about, hey, can I talk to somebody about getting some money for these people I'm advocating for? The CEO came out and said, come back into the conference room. I walked back into the conference room. Again, I had no appointment. CEO sat down with me and three other executives within five minutes joined the meeting and they gave me about 10 minutes of their time. That turned into, I raised about a quarter of a million dollars from that nonprofit for people I was advocating for. And so the story has to, there's a lot of different points to the story, but here's one. We want to be able to prospect in different ways, right? You probably have a go-to way you prospect. Maybe it's um, email. That's like your main thing. If you're going to reach out to some of you email or some of you, it might be text or some of you, it might be LinkedIn. Some of you might be a phone call. What I believe in is be able to prospect all kinds of ways. So I'm not a big door knocker. I don't just show up at places unannounced as a pros primary prospecting strategy. And it's on my tool belt. And I did it that day and walked into the newspaper and walked into this nonprofit and got both those deals to the finish line, which is highly unusual to get deals like that closed on walk-ins. 
So if you'll try prospecting on Facebook, try prospecting on Instagram, prospecting that way, try prospecting with emails, I think you'll be very, very happy with the results that that can produce. And I want to tell you one last story. This is one of my favorite Tony Robbins stories. And years ago, when Tony Robbins was starting to make his mark in the world, right? And he was looking to make a big splash. And I'm just guessing that this is what it was because I didn't talk to Tony back then uh, about this particular situation. But from everything that I can see, this was a way for him to really move his career forward. And it's when he bought his castle in Del Mar, California. So it wasn't just a house. It was actually a castle in Del Mar. And so it's kind of like a, a conversation starter. Like, where do you live? I live in a castle, right? And he couldn't qualify for the loan. So the way the story goes, he went to the homeowner and said, look, I'll give you, and these numbers are off because I don't know the exact numbers. I'll give you, you know, $50,000 down. I know I can't qualify for the loan, but I'm going to give you 50 grand down. And then I'm going to give you the regular mortgage payment that you want. Let's say it was three grand a month, whatever it was. And then I'll give you $100,000 a quarter for the next six quarters. And if I don't follow through on any of those balloon payments, those $100,000 a month quarter, quarterly payments, you can foreclose. So he's the, the homeowner's getting 50 grand up front. If Tony Robbins doesn't follow through, the homeowner's got 50 grand. And then if he, he makes that first $100,000 payment, now he's got $150,000 plus those mortgage payments. So then if he defaults in the future, the homeowner's protected. And so the homeowner's like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll do that. So now Tony owns a castle creative way to buy this real estate. Well, now here's the problem he's got. He's got to come up with $100,000 a quarter or whatever the actual number was. And the principle when he tells this story is to put yourself in a position that demands that you succeed. So I've never done anything where I had to come up with a $100,000 payment, but I have put myself in a position that demands I succeed many times. And what it's done is it's caused like a higher level of Eric Lofholm to come out. For example, I remember when I hired my first assistant, her name was Lisa. Lisa was before Vicky. Some of you know Vicky. Vicky's been with me for 14 years. Well, before Vicky, there was Lisa. And Lisa was like a thousand bucks a month to hire her. And when I hired her, that thousand dollars a month, that was a big stretch. I'd never hired anybody before like that maybe like contractors, but never an employee where I had a $1,000 commitment. And you know what that did? It forced something inside of me to come out that, that had never come out before. Because now I had my regular bills plus 1000 When I told you the story about the condo a moment ago, when we sold that condo, we bought a house. And the mortgage payment was $3,000. Let's see, it was $2,000 more than the condo. So now I had to make an extra two grand in order to cover the higher payment. And guess what happened to my income? It immediately went up and I was able to cover the payment. Because I did this principle that Tony teaches. I, I love it. Put yourself in a position that demands that you succeed. This morning call, 
I got to show up prepared, ready to rock and roll, be motivated, get a you know message ready to go for you guys every day, Monday through Friday. I put myself in a position that demands that I succeed. I can't sleep in till nine o'clock in the morning because I'd miss the show. So that's going to wrap it up today, guys. You guys have an awesome, successful, fantastic Tuesday. Thank you for joining me. Steve, have a great day. Kevin, thanks for being here. Lucky. See you later, Michael. Great to have you, Bob. Thank you for joining us. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.